Hello and welcome back to the podcast. This is an impromptu, it's a non-episode episode because I, I felt so, so strongly about this that I had to come on here and unburden myself. Otherwise, I might not even be able to sleep. So, if you've been listening to the podcast for some time, then you know that I love movies and TV shows. Yeah, that's that's my whole that's that's my bag. Like I don't watch an excessive amount, but I watch enough to always somehow be watching something. Anyway, I appreciate many diverse artistic expressions, but I particularly like film and television. So on TikTok, which is probably my currently favorite platform I, I follow quite a few movie and tv show reviewers recommenders etc so this one particularly particular lady typically recommends some good tv shows so i watched one of her videos and she was doing a breakdown of uh, i think the top movies and uh, movies of the 21st century and so she was referring to a list that had been published but she said she was going to give her own so i said okay great this is a chance to find some new shows to get into, some new movies to get into. So she starts with Pan's Labyrinth, which I don't think I had heard of before. And uh, it's by director or producer Guillermo del Toro. If you don't know who he is, he's the same guy from um, Pinocchio and a bunch of other stuff. You can look him up. Now, she goes on to say that this movie had basically spoiled fantasy for her because no other movie can match up to her to it and in her opinion it is probably the number one uh, sci-fi slash fantasy movie of the 21st century very high praise right so i go running <laughs> immediately i was like i must i must also enjoy so i download it and i start watching it and there are there are no words to express just how disappointed I am. So I'm going to do a quick review in case we have similar t- tastes and you are tempted to ever approach this movie for any reason under the sun. Let me start with a disclaimer that um, this is really just based solely on my opinion. If you enjoyed the movie, fantastic for you. But these are my criticisms and why I don't think this movie approaches anything anything close to being a top movie or even a good movie okay the first one that i will get out of the way is because i'm going to break it down by let's say aspects of movie making or whatever you want to call it obviously i'm not an expert this is just based on my general knowledge i won't say much about the cinematography because um i'm i, I don't understand movies like that Obviously, I can tell if a movie sort of looks good, but in terms of the technicalities of what camera angles, effects, you know, I'm not an expert, so I will not comment too much on that. It was, I think, it was probably pretty decent, but I think on that on on the, on that basis, I concluded that Guillermo del Toro is not for me like i genuinely i generally do not enjoy the look and feel of his movies i've forgotten um the other ones those pinocchio those that one that has uh, the chick and the monster that fall in love i i don't like it it's not for me and if you have similar tastes steer clear because for me it's a bit dull it's a bit cold it's a, it just leaves me feeling cold i don't like it 
but that's all I'll say about the cinematography. Let's talk about casting. I did not care about any of these people. <laughs> so, as a short summary, it is um so it's a fantasy. It's uh the the what's the word? What do you call it? The timing is uh, is based in 1940s uh Spain and uh Franco and there's a war going on in this little hamlet or village it's run by a psychopath who is um, fighting republicans he's a really terrible human being he's a he's murderous he's cruel he's it's giving white supremacy and there are rebels that are fighting or he's fighting some rebels that are in the village and then the main character is this little girl and her mother she's lost her father so her mother has remarried this horrible man and they're relocating to this little hamlet and she she's she has a very active imagination but anyway, that doesn't matter because they're actually magical elements in the movie so she begins interacting interacting with them they give her three tasks to complete uh and yeah basically those two storylines kind of run in parallel to each other so what's all the casting like i said i didn't care about any single one of these characters i didn't care about the little girl because you know she was just your standard little girl and when she was given her tasks she made some really stupid mistakes some really basic um errors in judgment now i know she's a little girl but the instructions were very simple on her second task she was told to retrieve some key in some scary labyrinth so she goes down there she finds this monster like thing that appears to be sleeping sitting in front of uh, a feast and she had been instructed by you know the magical creature that sent her not to eat anything miss thing in this very scary cavern with this very scary monster in front of her decides that for her she wants to at least try so she eats two grapes anyway the thing wakes up it chases her down and because of that she can't, she fails in that task and i was oh my god i can't i can't explain to you how angry that made me it it was and it was so poorly executed as well because sometimes you have that kind of setup and execution and payoff and you can kind of live with it this just filled me with a rage that is completely misplaced <laughs> like i didn't need to feel this angry but i was so angry so i didn't care about the little girl because there was nothing uh to endear me to her at all throughout the movie i didn't care about her mother i didn't care about mercedes who was some lady that you know kind of looked out for her I didn't care about the rebels. The fa- the stepfather was a horrible human being that was very fairly obvious and kind of on the nose. So there was no complexity to him. He wasn't interesting. Guys, I hated everyone in the movie. So that's the casting. Then the plot. Like I said, there's sort of two parallel storylines. The rebels and the horrible man and then um the magical creatures trying to get her to do these three tasks so that they can never come back to life what's that underground king can get his daughter back they were so disconnected they were not there was no coherence to those two storylines and neither of them were very, were that interesting yeah in terms of the the substance of them and their execution if we start with the one of the 
the horrible stepfather and the rebels uh all of that was just standard fare very little tension uh very few likable characters and in the end even when he's defeated it's like what was the impact okay you killed a horrible man in a village but the the war is go is still going on and as someone in the movie actually stated earlier um you kill one horrible man and he's simply replaced by another but that was that was it that was the beginning and the end yeah in the storyline of the magical creatures again they give this girl these three tasks the tasks themselves are not interesting her execution of them is not interesting in the end there's some car sob storyline about how she sacrificed herself for her little brother and then she returns to the kingdom the underground kingdom it's it's all boring it is painfully excruciatingly boring yeah so that is the casting the plot what else is there to talk about didn't care about the music i've already said my piece about the cinematography but the reason i'm making this episode is to implore you <laughs> not to watch this movie if you want to just enjoy yourself and have a good time and actually maybe i should have started with this but part of the reason why maybe i'm so disappointed is apart from this recommender this tiktok recommender giving the movie such high praise the movie itself one is so highly rated i think it's like 95% rated on rotten tomatoes or whatever and then it won so many awards apparently when it was shown at the Cannes film festival it got a 22 minute standing ovation uh one of the longest in the film festival's history then all the critics were losing their minds over it and saying it is such a great movie one of the greatest movies of all time etc 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 so i think all of that high praise um compared with my experience of the movie my goodness i can't remember the last time i was so disappointed anyway enough about that like i said this is just my personal opinion if you enjoyed the movie or if you want to give it a go you know do you but i've concluded that guillermo del toro is not for me oh well thanks for listening and i'll see you in the next episode goodbye for now